You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. You know, an uncensored episode is off to a bad start when we actually stop and restart. Maybe a good start. I don't know. It might yeah. be a good sign of things to come. <laughs> I'm hopeful that, you know, we'll just get all the kinks worked out. That's kind of why we're doing this right now. So we're we're in Las Vegas, and we have the Logan Medish from High Caliber History with us. Hey, guys. Logan, first uncensored, right? Uh, yeah, because you and I did Restless we Native. We did, re- that's right, forever yeah. ago. That was Go Out's first podcast, for those that don't know. Um, and... Logan and you did Gearbox talk too because oh yeah I did do a Gearbox and it was a Sean Show related one it yeah. was it was it, yeah that one was uh Full actually circle. that was the inspiration for why we do no low bars now I think that was part of it is that we decided you know hey we did this show with this guy um we we proposed that to to the Gunbroker team of like hey look look at how great he did with this we think he and he has his own show um. And I guess you already knew them, right? You you, you already kind of talked to Beth a little bit, or, or no, or something. No, 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 they knew of you. That's they what they knew was. of me. That's what oh, it yeah. was. Big yeah. Time. So uh, I'm rambling, but all this to say, we have Logan, who's the host of No Low Ballers, and if you guys haven't checked out No Low Ballers, it's a really fun show. But we're actually in Vegas to record like what 35 of these episodes. 35. 35. Yeah. So the, the which, show that when I first showed up to the first filming in Louisville is the when I found out I was the host of the show because <laughs> no one communicated an anything. <laughs> like, yeah. like we, we, we were like, well, like, you know, you're going to be on the show and like help us out. Uh, I don't even, I don't even know if we said co-host, like it was just like, Hey, come help us do this show. Come be on yeah. The show. You, yeah. You, come be on the show. Yeah. You were like, so I can't tell you any details cause we haven't ironed anything out, but I told the sponsor that like, you'd be perfect for the show. So I need your, your, you know, proposal like tonight. And yeah, so that like, sounds like me. All right, cool. I'm in. And then like it kicked off, and they're like, all right. So now we gotta we gotta do a Zoom call to figure out what you know. What like, let's throw some names do. around yeah, for yeah. the show. And they're like, Logan, do you have any ideas? And I'm like, I don't know because I don't even know what the show's about. Like, no yeah. one had even told me that. He didn't so know anything. I didn't you know named anything. The show, and then though. I named the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I forgot about that. Yeah. So Logan came up with the name, and then. Uh, he did show up in Louisville, and we were just really ironing out the kinks. Now, I feel like it really runs smoothly. We've got it kind of worked out. Um, you know, shooting, we had some experience with Uncensored to be able to move into this kind of show. But Logan did 100% show up, and, and we're like, oh, yeah, you're you're the guy that's going to kick off every episode. Like, uh, we, hosting. We, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you're going to get this started because you're the host. He's like, oh. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, because I saw that, and, you know, you guys were positioning everyone, and you're like, all right, so we're going to have the host sit here and this. And I was like, cool. So where do you want me? And you're like, the host sits <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know how many episodes are we in, Braden. Thirty episodes in, yeah, almost thirty. Coming yeah, so yeah. Almost, and, and we're yeah. about to record that amount in a week, so it's yeah. going to be crazy. Um, we should we should not name anybody that's coming by just in case somebody doesn't show up. But I can say, it is insane. I mean, that's yes. just it's yes. Even as of what was it like Friday afternoon? Three days ago, I was emailing you guys of like, hey, I just got this other guest, and mm-hmm. you and Alan geeked out about it. Yep. And it's been kind of fun because the the, the people um, – we're really going to back up in a minute and we'll set a little bit more context into this. I'm um, kind of just getting excited and diving into it. But, I mean, it's been fun because Logan and Alan, I would say, are 
the foremost firearm experts of no low ballers. For sure. <laughs> but then there's For been some. Sure. So there's been some people that like they know that we don't know. Right, yeah. like that, like like some of the people that, that come up, they like, get really oh my god, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man, I'm like, I don't know who that is. I gotta go Google this person yeah, real and, quick, and and Logan will be like, Duh, he'll give you this background, and you're like, ah, that's really cool, like I didn't know that. But then there's been some other ones on the hunting side that we've kind of brought to the table, and Alan's like, I'm gonna trust you guys on this one, or yep. I don't know that person. Uh, although Alan knows almost everyone, or of everyone at least. I mean, and that's that's his marketing background. Yeah. Like he's he has had. Like he has to know everyone, yeah. You but, know, but all that to say, it's a really diverse show. Braden's it worked is. his tail off, kind of going through and helping us pull together topics and the plan. Um, it's, it's like your one time on the mic, right? Is what? this episode like your one time on the mic? This is uncensored. Well, I know, uncensored, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though, like because otherwise you're pretty much like running oh this the trip, the yeah, 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 yeah. Like this you're pretty much running the the yeah, actual. I'm just gonna be like Dan calls me the the monkey over there, just working in the corner. So then we're gonna shoot a Friday uh, uncensored as well. So yeah. I'll so we'll I'll, have a I'll book into the trip, yeah. uh, but with two episodes. Yeah. But other than that, I'm just helping. <clears> so you this guys do well. So what we're doing is we have a I don't know was it 14 by 14? I think is what this ended up being uh, ish. 14 by 14 actual podcast studio booth. If you've followed me on Go Wild or any of the other guys kind of been posting some stuff too. I know Logan posted. Um, we, we helped design this booth. And once we got here today, I think we were all surprised of how nice it turned out. I know yeah. Logan was and commented on it. Um, it. It didn't, it wasn't, it didn't quite look this good when we got here because it was still <laughs> being assembled. It was yeah. a little windows, bit. Uh, yeah. Windows were taped up. Yeah, it, it looked like a, a store that had been closed in an old, old downtown uh, yeah. area. It's like they <laughs> yeah. boarded, boarded it up. It up. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was paper still on the windows. But now that we're rolling. So we're, we're at SHOT Show in the Gunbroker Ammo Inc. booth. And so what we've done is we've scheduled these great guests. I mean, because where else are you going to get some of these? You know, we're in literally the same city as 65,000 people within the shooting sports yeah. industry. And it's been so easy to book people. And yep. what started, what was cool was when we started booking, you know, at the beginning of this, you know, we were, we were throwing it out to people. And by the end of it, we had people coming back around that they'd heard about it and they wanted to be on it. So See, now that I didn't know. And yeah. that's really cool that, that it has been like, oh, well, I want to be like. We started getting pursued a little bit at the end when people cool. heard about what we're doing because and, and we were talking about this earlier. Like I, I've never seen a booth set up like this no. at a, a show. And what's funny is there is one other one here. It's a little bit different setup than us. Uh, someone sa- someone joked that it looked a, a little bit more like uh, uh, Hannah. Uh, you don't want me to say it. I'm going to say it. Say uh, it. Uh, whatever, man. It's uncensored. Uh, it, it looked a little bit like the Hannibal Lecter where he's in the glass because <laughs> uh, it's it's a roof-to-ceiling glass. I mean, that's the only reason they were joking about that. Ours gotcha. has a, a logo on the bottom. Um, which lets us hide Dan right now, because if it was all glass, this would be super awkward. Dan's laying on, on the floor at our feet, and he's like <laughs> rubbing his belly right now, or or, or uh, making other gestures. So, um, but the so it's funny that uh, you know our friends at I mean we're friends with the the crew that's doing that. It's Otis. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. It's a cool concept. They're bringing in some big name podcasts. But oh, cool. this this the our idea with this was that we're gonna do. This is the Gunbroker podcast in the Gunbroker booth with Team Go Wild. So pretty awesome concept that we pulled together. I'm really proud of it. Well, not only that, but, like, you know, there's the whole section here at Shot Media Row, you know, where all right. of the radio shows and the podcasts and stuff normally set up. And it's, I mean, it's a row. Like, everyone's yep. just at tables and it's in a row. Like, the idea of building a booth in a booth, it's, yep. very, it's very meta. Um, you know, but, like, yeah, that, that was, like, never seen anything like that and i've been to a lot of trade shows you guys have been to a lot of trade shows yeah. like 
It's I've seen tons of podcast. I've done tons of podcasts at trade shows, but typically, you know, they're they're done out in the open. The background noise is atrocious. Yeah. I did see like I've seen some people do them in trucks. You'll see like the car, trucks that set up for give it away or whatever mm-hmm. or branded trucks. They'll do a, one in there, um, but. I've never seen the booth, so I think this is going to be cool. Yeah. We have a great setup. Um, it, it took us a couple hours to get up and running today. But, um, Logan, question for you, because how many SHOT Shows have you been to? Half a dozen or so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So how, when did you start coming? Do you remember the first year? 14 or 15. Okay, that's so a lot, over the last decade. So mm-hmm. um, this – what we're doing right now, I'm kind of curious on your opinion. Uh, you know, this is the impact of digital media and this new consumer, right? Like, we're, we're making these videos. You'll be able to watch this podcast on YouTube. Right. You'll be able to see these videos on TikTok. Um, I think this will start to impact more and more shows. You'll see other people thinking through content. How can I share mm-hmm. my story? But but what's that been like over the last 10 years? Have you have you noticed any other changes within, in SHOT Show of people thinking about content at a, a trade show? It's a little yeah. bit different. It's not just a consumer show. Yeah, that's that's a good question. And, it, you know, like, like you had, had mentioned with the Otis, you know, them building something in there. And, and I think so much up until this point, you know, so much of the content creation has just been focused on, you know, let's let's hook an external road mic into the cell phone on a gimbal and, you know, yeah. maybe we can film it in front of a, a rack or something, you know. And Excuse me, sir, could you tell me about your favorite 10 uh, products that you've seen today? Or at right. The show? And, yeah, and like, yeah. folks just, you know, like, like guerrilla media, just yeah. running and gunning from one to the next, you know, but... But the last time I was at SHOT, which was, uh, you know, a couple years ago because, you know, back in the before four times, mm. um, <laughs> and and I, w- I was on a podcast. It, it was over at Media Row, but they actually had cameras, and they did have, like, a you know, a one-wall backdrop that they had set up, and they were doing, you know, video to it. And that was, if I remember correctly, was the they were the only people that were doing specifically set up for video. Everyone else was still just doing audio only or a few things on their phone. You know, they didn't have, no one else was doing multiple camera setups right. and stuff. So it's, it's changed a lot in a short period of time. Yeah. yeah. That and like the content of the shows we're doing here for no low ballers is not about like, Hey, you know, FN send a rep with some handguns and we're yep. going to talk about the new hotness or whatever that, everybody else is already doing and mm-hmm. it's already like they're making videos about it they've got other media coming by making videos like if they're coming in we're it's a it's a standalone thing like you don't even need to know that we're at shot show it's just right. more of like an access thing where like yeah. i'm sure some stuff will come up about shot like yeah. you know inevitably but it's more about like we're generating you know 35 episodes of content um you know that's not just all about one central shot show thing yeah right. well it's, and it's, it's gonna look like evergreen content kind of well and we're in a location and like you know for a few of the episodes that we that were just airing for no low ballers you know we we went on location you know to to the guests we went to that's the guests right, yeah. to go to to walther and the marshall's museum and uh daisy and daisy yes it's been such a whirlwind um you know but here you know brad like you said you know not only do we have access to you know sixty-five thousand people in general but but we've got access to all the people that we want on the show that we wouldn't necessarily be able to get them to yeah, Louisville. I think three, you know? maybe three that we went after ended up not being here. Right. Um, I mean, that's that's crazy because we had a list that was pr- pretty 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 big. big. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah, I think um, you know I always tell I, I get a lot of founders that ask me like, hey, you know, I'm just getting started with my company. We're in the outdoor industry. 
do you think I really need to go to SHOT Show? Yep. And I didn't go. It took me, I think, 2019 19. 19 when you first yeah. started. We went for the first time. Um, <clears throat> and so I was doing this for several years, two and a half years before I went to my first SHOT Show. And I'm like, oh, my God, I could have accelerated this so much faster with, the, like, the connections I made. And, right. you know, you just got to be here. I mean, there's really – you know, when when you walk out of this booth, who knows who you're going to run into? And it's people that could change the trajectory of your career. You just never know yep. who's around the corner. So Absolutely. I, I, I still believe in the power of the show. Jacob and I were here in um, 2021 uh, after the whole incidents with COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was funny because um, somebody took a random photo of us. And they, I mean, not of us, but like of the floor. Mm-hmm. And they were saying how empty it was. Do you remember this LinkedIn post? Mm-hmm. This guy took a photo and he, he was like talking about how dead the show floor was. Mm-hmm. And what was funny about that was, yeah, it was over by a bathroom. It's perspective. Yeah. Uh, it was like over by a bathroom. And he had it angled to where you could see some booths. And like we were the only two people walking by. The floor looked totally dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I com- so I don't know how, but somehow the, well, the internet happened, and it made its way to me. People were like, oh, that looks like Brad, and they send it to me. Uh-huh. And I read the post, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know. Attendance was down, but we still had our best show ever from that because well, the, the industry's core players were here. You yeah, know? Attendance was down because some people that come internationally were right. literally not, not allowed, allowed to, to come. Their country. That's right. So it's a huge percentage. And that makes a big, a big part of it. Yep. It well, does. I mean, is SIG – Sig's not here, I think. Sig's not here. And then, yeah. I mean, are there any other a couple? I, I can't think of anybody else I've really seen pull out. I mean, yeah. the, the big thing is they've expanded the show. You know, they're 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 starting to compete with ATA now. They have right. they have a big archery focus. Which 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 big bow brand is here? That uh, uh, well, Kenzie's is coming, so they represent a bunch of brands. But I think one of the big like a Hoyt or a Matthews. I, yeah, I want to say Ma- somebody said Matthews. I is. thought Matthews was going to be really? here. So forgive me that, again. You know, if, we'll if this figure is it wrong, out this week. yeah, we'll, we'll just make we just make stuff up as we go. But I'm I'm pretty sure that they had a couple of those brands, you know, to, to come on in and, you know, the show's just grown in my opinion. It's 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 you know they've added that whole other the Caesars Forum, which is really good. So you know if you're listening to this and you're really interested in. You know, you've been thinking about it. It's like time to stop thinking about it. It's time to go. You know, well, it's the whole idea of quality over quantity, and that was, you know, because I, I, you know, obviously, I know a lot of folks that come and exhibit, and I know a lot of small companies that are here exhibiting. You know, yeah. some family-owned companies still, and uh, and they were like, yeah, you know, that that shot show was small. They said, but you know what? Universally, I heard, but it was the best shot show I had. Because there were More no ti- there were no tire kickers. That's right. There were no swag oh, grabbers. Jacob and I love it, know. dude. We walked right up and got any meeting we wanted to. Yes, you know? and and I, you know, I've I've had some of those guys tell me like it was the best show in terms of sales numbers because yeah. everyone who was there was all about business, yeah. which is what this show is supposed to be about. Yeah. It's I, a business show. Like people complain, oh, I wish it was open to the public. No, because that's not yeah. what Shot Show is. Yeah. You want that? Go to the NRA show yeah. or, or the Great American Outdoor that's show. That's exactly right. Those two yeah. shows. And, and I always tell people, like, yeah, the shop booths are bigger, but some of those Great American Outdoor Show booths and uh, the NRA booths, like, you're you're getting yeah. a feel for what it's like. Now, well, a lot of it's sales guys because 
they're literally you can actually buy product which you can't do at shot so that's and the that's other thing a huge I, I never difference. know why people want to like they just want to come look i guess but like well i think a lot of people don't understand that you can't buy because <laughs> yeah. i have known a couple people that you know oh, their buddy has an ffl so they tagged along and they came and oh, i was like oh you know they were super excited and i'm like ah you know how you know you're excited about shot show you've never been yeah you know <laughs> uh they come back and be like you know how was it, it, was like, it sucked i couldn't buy anything i'm like yeah that's because you're like that's not what the show's about yeah, right. you know like if if you want consumer buying you're at the wrong show brother yeah and what's know? funny too is you know i've heard some people say well they should open up ata on the last day and consumers come in and i have heard some people that say that'd be cool but at the same time like the people that typically are at those shows don't want to do like if you're the marketer or the you know the you got your sales team there too, but like engineers are sometimes at those yeah. shows to be able to talk about how the product was built. Like they don't, they don't well, want to deal with customers. They, they don't want Joe Bob be like, let me tell you something yeah. about you that you don't know. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god. It's well, like we it. all know too. Like you hit the fifth day of a trade show oh, and yeah. you're trying to talk to people. You want to get out of there. You haven't seen your family in a while. Like that is the that's not a good idea to mm-hmm. throw consumers in the mix yeah, that the last day. day. Yeah. Send them to Gaos. Yeah. Is there anything you guys are going to pop out and try to see? Um, you know, in addition, I mean, Logan, poor Logan's. Yeah. You're booked until four every day, so you've only yeah. got like an hour. Yeah, but, but pop but out. I get to go. Uh, I get, I can find food and a bathroom, and that's about Maybe. it. Hey, Maybe. you know what? Lucky, lucky you though. The bathroom is like twenty feet that way. Is it so, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, that is good you, to know. You, you and there's quick. also a snack bar in the booth. So yeah, oh, sweet. You really yeah, don't need to leave. I don't get yeah. to go anyway. Yeah, I, you know, it's off camera. You guys can't see it, but there's actually shackles down here. They're gonna put them around yeah. the edge. You of can't the, see that or the catheter. The catheter. Yeah, exactly. I got a little bottle running down my leg you know yeah um, so but are, are, is there anything you're going to try to sneak off and see or have you even had time to think about it because you've, you've I, been deep in prep for yeah, what we're doing i've been deep in prep with what we're doing there's been a couple things that have launched that i you know that we, you know might be neat and but honestly yeah it's uh, i'm gonna have to look at the map and be like okay is that anywhere near the booth that we're in right now because i mean you could walk for 20 minutes yeah to yeah. get to a good, booth and well shot. the good thing about where we are you, you can be because the caesar's forum is right here right the yeah, bridge so, so the like door. you can kind of be over there which if you get all the way to that one that's a 20 minute walk across the show is it really yeah i mean yeah. i think so probably don't yeah. you think yeah yeah and i was talking to Braden too i don't know if you know how there's usually a decent amount of israeli yeah. representation here i don't know if they're going to be at the show this oh yeah year that'll be not, interesting to hear there's usually a bunch of those kind of like military brands that are and police brands that are up in the Venetian yeah. ballroom area. Right, yeah, the, the actual law enforcement section yeah. and stuff. I'm, right? I'm curious yeah. to see if, if they're over there this year, or, you know, what happens with those I bet brands. they will be. Braden, yeah. um, this is your first shot show. Oh, well, it is? Yeah. 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 So, you now you've done ATA a couple times, but ATA, yeah. anything, you know, you, you've seen some of the booths set up so far. What do you think about the scale compared to the other shows? It's crazy. The Glock. Yeah, uh, specifically, it was one. I mean, we haven't like walked the floor by any means, but just walking here a couple times, like it's insane. All the stuff that Glock has sitting, it's like its own it's retail like three, store. It's three thousand square feet. Yeah, it's, it's like the size of our office. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it's giant. I think it's way bigger than the office. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the but yeah, the scale is crazy. Um, I mean, I just I want to walk down in like the mom and pop section. It's like a little bit smaller booths and stuff like that. I've sat next to a guy that was like making and selling challenge coins, and he's down oh, in that cool. section. Like uh, on the plane, he was telling me about it. So I, I really don't even know what I don't know about this show. Really, um, I was about to ask the question. You were talking about the law enforcement section. Mm-hmm. Um, 
can we go into the law enforcement Absolutely. section? So yeah. anybody can just you go can go in. anywhere. Yeah. yeah wow. Once you're in, you're in. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's something I definitely want to do. See, talking about the like robot bomb dogs. Yeah. Like what's all the, the crazy stuff going on with the multiple hot wars that we have going on? Yeah. Right so now. that's all back. Um, when you when, you remember when we came in and got our badges, closer yeah. to that's where you'll you'll see those yeah. kind of split off from those ballrooms. Where yeah. we went to get coffee, it's basically upstairs cool. from all that. And some of the booths, yeah, it is so elaborate. Like, I mean, me getting here, I walked in from this direction over here, and you walk past. I think it's the Bass Pro booth, you know, and they have built like an entire house, an entire cabin. And in fact, yeah. as I was walking past, and of course, I've seen it for years. It's I'm just like, oh yeah, there's the you know. But one of the cleaning ladies, she was walking by dragging trash cans. She goes. They built a whole damn house in here. <laughs> I was like, yes, they did. I mean, we got Night Force right here. I mean, they have a two-story. Is it two or three-story? Yeah, yeah. uh, I mean, two. with, like, offices. And yeah. I it's, mean, it's insane. It's it's two uh, for sure. Um, Who was telling us about the fire suppression systems that they have to put in? Oh, yeah, they do have to <clears> have Because a, of these. I mean, it's a building. You're building yeah, a yeah. building inside. Yeah, you're, right. you are. I mean, yeah, they have... Um, you know, e- even today, I mean, we saw the m- m- smallest version of this before you got here, Logan. I mean, just with the, the electricians that were here wiring up everything mm-hmm. to finish up this little podcast booth. So, you know, these, you know, the each of these booths, they got their own Wi-Fi. They've got, like you said, there's a kitchen, you know, they have water and snacks. And um, so you, you start to get a mini office yep. built into some of these. And for some, some of these booths, they're not so many. Like literally the Glock booth, I think you could fit like... I, don't, I mean, you've been to our office many times, Logan. You could probably fit like twenty of our office in yeah, that booth because <laughs> it's also got parts of it that are, I think are two stories. Yeah, they're yeah. tall. It's tall. It's Something else that's crazy too. We walked by the FN booth. Like they've got their machine guns like all mounted and like their freaking turret mounted. Yeah. Was, that, was the helicopter there? This no. year? Oh, I didn't see a helicopter. Okay, because in past years, they've had a helicopter in the booth. <laughs> yeah, geez, they had like an unmanned tank yeah. a couple years ago. Wow. And, you know, I I, I think the the variety that you have here, like you said, you know, you sat next to a guy with challenge, you know, who's yeah. making and selling challenge coins. You know who was on my flight to SHOT Show? Uh, who? Elvis. Ron- Ronnie, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Ronnie and Chris Barrett of Barrett oh, Rifles. Wow. Oh, wow. They're right, right down over here. here. Yeah. yeah, they were on my flight. Wow. I flew southwest. I'm like are multi-millionaires. They just sold, you know, Barrett to I think an mm. Australian company. I'm like, and here they are, flying, slumming it with Southwest. <laughs> now, granted, they were in the A group and I was in the C uh, group. They uh, paid that but, extra twenty bucks. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was like, oh, be damn, look at that, because they they live not far from me in Murfreesboro, you know. Oh, that's um, cool. But uh, yeah, I was like, holy shit. You what's, know, what's, what's what's your Southwest seat strategy? I mean, I just try to check in as quick as I can. But when you get there, what do you well, – so anyone – maybe maybe some people haven't flown Southwest. I'll, I'll frame this up for you because it's entirely different than any other airline. Yeah, it is. You, you, when you check in, you get a number. You're almost never going to get high A's because people pay $20 extra to get the high A slots, yep. which means you get first on the plane. So you get A, B, C, and then there's a number. So like A1 goes first, A60 goes last in that group, right? So when you go in, there's no seats. And it's it's like – Social chaos, right? Because we've been taught you have seat numbers. And so you go in, and everybody keeps walking, waiting for that perfect seat. But sometimes you take that gamble, and you get to the back, and it's not there. And you end up sitting next to somebody that maybe you really didn't want to sit next to. So what is your strategy? How do you approach it? This is... I, it's you been know, a hot discussion experiment. today. I will, I will walk 
all the way to the back of the plane to get an aisle seat if I have to. That's mm. Bredo too. So I didn't you know. know. I could have right sat next, next to Jacob the in the middle, and I was like, mm, nah. but you know, but I w- I had C twenty five today, so I was halfway through oh. the last section. So I, like by the time I got there, I they I knew they're like there are only middle seats left. You know, I was like, I just want bin space for my bag. I don't want to have to check yeah. my bag. You know, um, so I actually ended up in the front row. Uh, in row one, right at the bulkhead, so I had extra leg space. Nice. But it was the middle seat, and I was crammed between two big dudes, so I spent <laughs> four and a half hours like right this. Right there, man. That's that's what I'm talking about. So when when we, we were all joking, because like we all had very different seat strategies. So I walked in, and Dan kind of looked at me and laughed. I, I walked in, and I, I'm looking for the two frailest frame people I can find when I get on there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going smack dab in the middle of you all. I don't care about window seat, aisle seat. And so I find two, like, guys that are thin, thin dudes. I right. sit down between them, and Dan walks in, and he's like, looking at me. But I, I had an experience once, like you said, where I got stuck next to a guy, large guy, mm-hmm. and I, I, his arm was a blanket to me for a four-hour <laughs> flight, and I, I'm like, never again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna strategize a little bit differently here. The yeah. worst is when you get the dude that has they request the seatbelt extender, and it's a oh, long yeah. flight, and you know you're stuck and mm-hmm. you can't move yeah. for an extended period of time. Yeah. See, I, I, I knew I was gonna be sandwiched in the middle, and then I wasn't gonna have a choice. So I was like, even though I'm gonna be squished, I might as well have the extra leg room. You know, at the front, at the bulkhead. So I'm just glad no doors flew off during our flight. Uh, you know, they're going to start charging extra for that. You know, oh, you, yeah. you get you get better air circulation. You know? I thought <laughs> I like thought a, they were just going to stop making the hinges out of Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do like Cheetos, so yeah. I might be like, oh, <laughs> door hinge. What's this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a flaming hot door hinge? What's funny is we were. I was talking to a guy who's a pilot, and uh, I I I'd read a little bit about that story. Um, I guess Air Alaska that that happened. I think it was, yeah. So he was saying that it it happened at like 15,000 feet, which is dangerous. But he's like, if that had happened at 30,000 feet, the pressure would have been so strong, it would have just ripped all the seats out. Buckled or not, you're dead. Like, you're just flying out. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to die over Nebraska in like six minutes when I hit the ground. I don't know how long it actually takes. I just made that up. But I'm just saying, like, it would have been... Everybody's out. Whereas, like, at that height, uh, thankfully nobody was sitting there. But they were, you know, if you're buckled in, it was a, a situation they were able to rectify. Right. But the uh, he he then is going on. And he's like, yeah, it's crazy because so many people fly these planes. And I'm like, oh, what is what is happening? Like, uh, with with the plane, like what what plane is it? I start now thinking about it. And he goes, it's 747. And I'm like, I know Southwest is all 747s. That's their whole business model. I don't know if you know that they only fly 747s, so that if they have to switch one, it's easy, right? Oh, like, there's no like, that. oh, we need the same size plane. So I'm like, he's like, yeah, you don't want to be on the Max 900 because that's the one that that's has the, the one issue. That's ha- yeah. Yep. So I'm like looking up my flight as fast as I can. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I don't want to die. Uh, but or but, drive to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. or drive 20 hours to Vegas. Have a Hunter S. So, Thompson moment. Yeah. Through the desert. <laughs> well, maybe we do want to drive to Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Um, but the so I looked it up. when We were in an 800, so we were good. Good to go. But somebody was saying that um, they've canceled a bunch of flights leaving out of here. Hmm. And really? because of this this Supermax uh, 900 problem, really, and so now a bunch of people got here, but they don't have flights out of here. So Ooh. the airport might be a little wild on Friday. Hey. Interesting. At least you're stuck in Vegas. Yeah. Something well, to do. you yeah. say that. So in 2016, I was here 
for for my previous life, and uh, and I was man in the booth, and uh, we had a huge. I was living in Virginia, and we had a huge blizzard come through the whole East Coast, locked everything down, and so you know I'd already been here, living out of Treasure Island, for you know a week. Uh, and now I can't get home, you know, and so by the third day where it was still, I'm not able to get anywhere. I'm talking to the, the booking agent and she's like, closest we can get you is Detroit. And I was like, it's very fortuitous that she said Detroit because I didn't even think of it. I got family in Detroit. So you're from there, right? Right. And so I was like, just get me to Detroit. So I just very randomly, I called up my grandfather and I was like, so I need you to get to the Detroit airport and pick me up. Like I'm randomly. So I just waited out the rest of, you know, because so many people, they were like, oh, poor you. You're stranded in Vegas. And I'm like, I was here working for a week. I don't gamble. And the shows <laughs> and the food are really expensive. Yeah. I want to go home. Yeah. This yeah. is not a vacation, yeah. you know. So the that would the be w- heaven to Dan. Dan <laughs> would be celebrating this opportunity. <laughs> One of the worst things that uh, I've done, you know, Zach and I parked. We, we were – I don't remember where Zach and I even went. Actually, I do. We went to Montana for some business meetings, and we came back, and there was an ice storm. And <laughs> first of all, I was stupid. I knew this ice storm was going to happen, and I ended up parking on top of the garage. And I, I didn't have to, but it was like – It's we, the same price. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. And so there was that. <clears throat> but when you, I, I don't, again, I don't even want to pay paying to park in the I don't do this anymore. I don't pay to park in the garage anymore. But I parked in the garage and then put it on top. For some reason in my head, I was just doing it for security, but I hadn't thought about the shelter aspect of it. I right? got my car broken into on top at that very airport. Did you? Well, yeah. so. Guys repelled in from a helicopter, broke into your car, and then so uh, just walked off the tark bus. Before Zach and Stinkers. I flew home, there were stories on the East Coast of planes crashing on the runway as they were trying to land because they were sliding off the runway. And we, we start coming in. We flew at what felt like 200 feet off the ground. Now, I'm sure we were a little higher than this, but we flew for like 20 minutes in a jet, like a big jet coming in. And every time the light would blink, we could just see all the ice that was building up on the plane. Oh, and and we're super low. I have never for so long flown so low on a big aircraft. Mm. So we started coming in, and I'm like, we're going to die, dude. Like, we are so dead. I, I've never really been convinced I was going to die on a plane. Well, okay, a couple other times. But this was one of the most convinced I've ever been I was going to die on a plane. We landed okay. And Zach and I walk out to the car, and I realize the horrible mistake I've made. My car has half an inch of ice on it, maybe. Oh. Like, I mean, it, I'm not exaggerating. And oh my gosh. We're, we're like. <laughs> and you can't get in and get your ice scraper because it's encapsulated in the car. Now, I could, we spent, and it was like in the teens, maybe single digits, and I didn't have gloves or anything. I mean, who, like, I, I, I was traveling light, right? So I have my coat, and that's it. We're out there with, like, trying to crack it off with water bottles. And w- the only thing we ended up figuring out was that the back door we were able to open up for whatever reason. It didn't have as much ice on it. But even then, we spent – we had to sit um, – the ice was so thick you couldn't scrape it off. So we had, to, we had to sit for 20 minutes in the car, letting it warm up enough to where we could start to bust it off a little bit. It, was, it sucked. Wow. So That's awful. It's kind of a pointless story for this podcast, but it was entertaining nonetheless, I hope. Travel was. Yeah. Fit. Travel was. Uh, yeah, we got stuck in. Uh, our, well, you ended up. We flew to Dallas, right? Uh, yeah, I stuck overnight in Dallas for no low ballers. 
so when we went to it all back Arkansas. when we were in Arkansas. Yeah. I, I got stuck in Detroit. Um, My condolences, uh, dude. <laughs> dude, I'll never do this again. They, um, we had a, we had we were connecting through Detroit. We got stuck. Our flight got canceled, and Chris wanted to stay at the hotel that they offer you. Mm-hmm. I'll never do it again. I would rather sleep. On that the bathroom man, floor. That man will take anything for free. <laughs> I know. See, Chris, free. Chris loves free stuff, and he's like, no, I did it once before, and it was fine. Dude, they sent us to this part of town, like near the airport. But we start pulling in. I'm looking at, like, how dumpy some of these buildings look. Well, actually, the first one was not bad, and it was, like, uh, uh, maybe even one of the ones that we had seen was an option. We didn't get that one. We go to this this hotel. And we get there, and it was a cluster. They gave us one bed or one room for four grown men. Oh, God. And I was trying to explain to them. Like I said, two full beds, two queen beds? Yeah. <laughs> and No, it was two singles because I remember arguing oh, they with were her. Real I, was, I was trying to argue with her. <laughs> I, she was like, well, no, you had one voucher. You get one room. I said, I bought four tickets. I expect four rooms. Yeah. And she's like, that's a problem with you and Delta. And so they wouldn't give it to me. I had to, I'd had to pay for another room. So that starts off the whole thing. And then Zach figures out, like, you know, you get a food voucher. Right. Well, this whole hotel's set up to take advantage of the system. Sure. They have all this overpriced food, and Zach's looking at, like, what all's there. It's all garbage. And he's like, well, I got my, I'm, I'm getting every ounce of this. So he took everybody's voucher. <laughs> you know how Zach is, too. He's, like, not letting anything off. Like, he's getting every penny. I'm getting five packs of pop- yeah. Pop-Tarts. Yeah, so he's getting all this crap. We start going up, dude. There's, like, plaster falling off the walls. It's, like, rope uh, tarped up like it's a murder mystery. There... There is a playground. You know, like Walking Dead, how everything's overgrown. Mm-hmm. And there's a playground out in the, the um, I guess it was like the garden area of this thing. Mm-hmm. And there's this play set. And it, it is overgrown like it hasn't been touched, you know, since the zombies showed up 18 months ago. Well, this was in Detroit, In you Detroit, said? yeah. Remember, RoboCop takes place in Detroit. Yeah, okay. dude. <laughs> well, we needed RoboCop to fight off the fleas that were in this I hotel. I yeah. We look out there, and it's like... That's there's there's a family of stray cats living in that playset, and then as we're going in, Chris is like, "Oh my God, there's fleas!" Like he's like, "I have fleas on me from walking in the hotel." <sighs> there was a domestic violence oh. incident. Of course, there was. Um, there was the next morning. We go down for the there was there was a breakfast, which was the biggest joke I've ever seen. the The coffee is up there with worst coffee I've ever had. Mm. This whole experience, dude, was so bad, and I, I had to fight, and all I got out of it, I was so mad at Delta, I like, spent 45 minutes on the phone, and I got like a $187 flight voucher. Jeez. There I'm was other things, too. If Chris, Zach, and Donovan were here, they would remember other things, but it was like such a freaking terrible experience. Mm. Well, let's hope we don't have to do that. Yeah, I don't enjoy air travel. No, I don't either, man. Like like you and I are the same. Like, if it's six-hour drive or less, I'm, I'm driving. Because by the time I go through TSA, sit for all, waiting on the plane, maybe I don't get out of there. Maybe I do. Yep. You know, a two-hour flight, it's like uh, that whole process I could have just driven I'm, in. I'm not a patient person. I like to be in control. It's my – it's my, well, I like the, the whole Arkansas trip for no lowballers, like with all of the delays and everything, it it was – I don't know how far it was for you guys in Louisville, but for me, it was only a, it was only a six-hour drive. Yeah. Like the damn layover was longer than yeah. six hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah you yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah. I like to pee when I want to pee. I like to stop and like if I want to get food, I want to get food. Yeah. Just not a big fan of flying, man. 
Yep. I agree. We, we, I feel like, uh, you know, it's funny because our grandparents' generation, it was like an honor. Yeah. You know, like I people, mean, we people, did get to Vegas in four hours, though. People, yeah, yeah, no, that, <laughs> today, today actually, I was thinking about this. Today went great. Um, I love flying. As long as nothing terrible happens, I love it. Yeah, I just I don't have, it. like, that many experiences it. where it's enjoyable. Yeah, I yeah. like getting to places fast. Yeah. Yeah, I like also Vegas don't fly that hours. often, so I yeah. just get little tastes here and there. It's kind of like a you still have the kid, the yeah, kid yeah, joy yeah, of flying. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm not burnt out on it yet. But <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, you're like my parents. They used to, which this is the first time I ever t- I talked about them with a trip they just booked, and they the first time they haven't said this, but they um they used to like layovers. They're like, yeah, it's nice. You get a little break, you know. You get to hang out, and walk around, stretch your legs a little bit. I'm like nobody thinks that. No, <laughs> it's, like no. The, it's like the seventh inning stretch of flights. <laughs> no, yeah. they're the same people that do the the car trip and stop like every, every hour and a half yeah. to hit the cracker barrel and stretch their legs. Yeah. My you want to go see the, the world's biggest ball of yarn at exit 42? <laughs> well, sure, darling. Let's yeah. go. My wife and I are not that at all, man. People make fun of us because I like to hydrate my children when I, d- I travel. <laughs> so the, the day, like, this we, car is not stopping until we hit our destination. We did a 10-hour drive with a baby one time, and we stopped once, and people oh still don't gosh. believe me. But I'm like, man, I mean, he was cool. Like, he, he didn't mind, so – you know that's wild yeah hardcore it is mm-hmm. hardcore all right so um you guys are catching this the week after shot show ended but then next week there'll be a, po- a podcast that comes out by uncensored that is um our recap so we'll have a recap we'll actually talk about some of the guests we interviewed um we, we might try to work alan in if we can on that one one of us will sit out and get alan in on it so that we can kind of hear his perspective but Make sure you're following No Low Ballers on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. We actually lo- upload the whole show uh, for No Low Ballers up to YouTube, so you can actually watch the show um, and you can see see you know some of the guests if you actually want to see. We'll probably have product and uh, some shows will have mm-hmm. product. You can actually see it on the show. Yep. So check out YouTube, um, and then we're uploading shorts to um, the Go Wild account and, or the Go Wild No Low Ballers account. I mean, yep. No Low Ballers on the Go Wild social platform. How about that? Yes. <laughs> and then um, uh, I think No Low Ballers also uploads to TikTok and. YouTube. Well, it's, it's YouTube is on the Go Wild social account. Yeah. So, Definitely. and then pretty we've much also got a Facebook and Instagram. Account that's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, pretty much anywhere you want to find the show, you'll be able to find it. But make sure you're following along, however you you like to. The the, I feel like we we did it. We had a cool thing happen because we all got you know a good run of getting a feel for the the sh- you know each other. Yep. And how the show works, and now we're here, and it's like it's it's big time. You know, this is the Super big Bowl leagues. of the industry. Nice. We're gonna have some monster guests in here, and yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about some it. Some of the guests that we have landed, I'm just like, Holy yeah, dude, like, it, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> and you're the host. Man. I know, right? Wait, wait, in case what? you didn't get that memo, <laughs> this oh man, you what's no the show called? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, I didn't tie it in the front end, but thank you to Gunbroker for sponsoring Uncensored and so much of what Go All does. Thanks for partnering with us on the No Low Bar show and getting us out here. And yep. it's going to be a fun week for everybody. So yep. definitely tune in the next episode and see what kind of shell of human beings we are. <laughs> yeah. <in> Vegas <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like you never know how it's going to go. Like Vegas can just sneak up on you. You know, it's like those casinos. You don't know what time it is. <clears throat> and uh, like last year, we were we found this, this horse race game that was fun. We played that, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, it's 5 o'clock back home, a.m., you know? Yeah. Kids just, are up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was getting text messages from uh, one of our board members, 
And I was like, man, why is he up so late? And then I realized because I was up <laughs> so late. You never went to bed. <laughs> yeah, so that can sneak up on you. But the other thing that happens is the, the SHOT Show crud. Everybody knows about that. Oh, so, yeah. Um, I Pro- think so. Yeah. Yeah. All the vitamins. Yeah. All the yeah. hand sanitizers. Yeah, we should have taken before and after pictures like <laughs> us all perky today. And then on Friday we take pictures. Well, is we it, technically are. Yeah. Is it just a coincidence that vodka and vitamins both start with V? No. No. Uh, so does Vicodin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Friday's, Friday's show kidding. is going to be ridiculous. Just kidding. All right, on that, we got to go before it gets too too much uh, sauce here. But thank you all for listening. Thanks most to you all for listening every week and um, p- putting up with this nonsense. So make sure you log this show on Go Out. Hit the plus sign, log time, tap Outdoor Podcast, and then you can hit the, the Uncensored show and pick the most recent episode. Thank you all very much. We're out. Peace.